Blog Talk Radio. Hello everyone, this is The Roman Show. I'm your host, Rodolfo Roman. This week we have a very special edition. Um, we decided to have a very short show uh, on a personal level. I was covering the Jose Fernandez tragedy, the baseball player of the Miami Marlins, the pitcher. He died in a tragic boating accident over the weekend. And needless be as a journalist, I had to go out there and cover every angle spoken to many individuals from the South Florida community as they expressed their feelings towards the loss of this young man who lost his life at a young age. He had so much talent left to give, yet he was gone too soon. But he left an impact, although he was on earth for 24 years, as I managed to speak to several children, several mothers, several fathers, several men and women who said, I will forever take his smile. I will forever remember his passion for the game. And that is what he has left on earth. And as South Florida, Miami, the community came together to pay their respect and to give their final goodbye on earth to Jose Fernandez, it really motivated me or inspired me. In fact, it really enlightened me uh, to see how beautiful the community it is to come together to remember this young man. I was present at the Miami Marlins game versus the New York Mets on Monday. And on a personal level, I've covered so many events, so many concerts, sporting events, you name it. But I must tell you, I have never felt what I experienced that day, especially when Dee Gordon hit the home run in the first inning. Second baseman, who, who weighs possibly a buck fifty, buck sixty, launched that home run to right field. Something that he has not done this entire season. And I looked to the left. There was a man wearing black glasses. Sunshades, sunglasses, and mind you, this is at a stadium, a ballpark that's covered by a dome, it has a roof. There's no need to wear glasses. But the real reason was because he knew that he would cry during this emotional event, during this emotional game. And rightfully so, he did. And just like him, there were many, including myself who held the camera and had to take pictures, but at the same time, I held my emotions as I had to keep doing my job. As I spoke to children, they spoke to me and they cried. At times, I had to stop the interview so I can turn away and not cry myself. This tragedy, this loss, has touched not only South Florida, not only the Miami Marlins, but the entire nation. In fact, even the world. There's people as far as from Japan have made their remarks towards this tragedy. And not only for Jose Fernandez, but the other two gentlemen that were with him as well. They also lost their life. So here in the Roman show, we would like to send our condolences to all those three gentlemen. 
who unfortunately lost their lives in a very tragic, tragic form. But nonetheless, we will remember them, just like South Florida and the world has done. And Jose Fernandez, although he had a bright future, as I interviewed fellow Ramirez, a Hall of Fame broadcaster of Major League Baseball, he said the man had a long, bright future ahead of him. We won't be able to see it on earth, but perhaps we will see it in the afterlife. This is The Roman Show. Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready. You're ready. Five seconds to the open. Aquarius, watch that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off in the Booster. Go. Retro. Go. Lido. Go. Fly. Guidance. Surgeon. Go. Go. GNC. We're going. Go. 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 The Roman Show. With your host, Rodolfo Roman. Once again, everyone, welcome to The Roman Show. It's a very short edition paying tribute to the death of Jose Fernandez, pitcher of the Miami Marlins, an all-star pitcher, the rookie of the year, so much talent. Here, personally, I've met him several times, took many pictures of us, uh, of him, including even during Legends of Wrestling Night. You can see some of those pictures on facebook.com forward slash Roman Show Media. Today we will have a short program. We will continue on with our regularly scheduled program next week. As George Alonzo will, will go ahead and join me. But today we welcome Aaron Soldo. He will be taking, or he actually, he'll be in action this Friday, September 30th, at the FIP event, when him and Jason Cade will be, well, they'll have an opportunity to take on the tag champs, the hooligans. Listen to Aaron Solo as he describes his upcoming match being an alternate for the WWE Cruiserweight Classic and so much more. Thank you very much. Enjoy the interview and we will catch you next week right here on The Roman Show. Make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash allromano201. Follow us on Instagram. That's Roman Show Media. Like our Facebook page, Roman Show Media. Follow us on Twitter, The Roman Show. And visit our website, theromanshow.com. Enjoy the interview. All right, everyone. Thanks again for tuning in to The Roman Show. Make sure that if you're in the Orlando area... Head out to Gods and Monsters on September 30th because they're going to have an amazing show. And if you can't make it to Orlando, no worries. You're catching WWNLive.com. On the line, we have Aaron Solo, who's teaming up with uh, Jason Cade, uh, better known as the Flying Solo. They're taking on the FIP World Tag Champs, the Hooligans, at the FIP's All or Nothing again on September 30th. Thanks so much for joining us, Aaron. Hey, thanks for having me. 
Well, you got the you and Jason are teaming up against the Hooligans. How are you guys preparing for this match, man? Um, we, you know, me and uh, Jason, or I'm gonna be calling him Cade because that's just what I like to call him. So me and Cade, um, you know, we've we've been a little off on our preparation just because the past few FIP shows, you know, there's a little thing we're just kind of not seeing eye to eye on a few things. Um, but I mean, we're ready for this, man. Like we earned a tech title shot a while ago, like a long time ago. I couldn't even. I can't even remember when it was that we earned it, and it was never honored. Um, it was honored in, I believe, multiple tag matches, like the four-way tag match, but we've never got our singles um, or our two-on-two tag match. So this is something that Kate and I have been looking forward to for a long time, and this is something that we're definitely not going to let, um, you know, just slip past us, so we're taking it real serious. Yeah, because you, you faced uh, Fred for the World Heavyweight Championship a little bit earlier this year. So now you're teaming up with Kate again up for this this tag team title. But but do you guys do you eventually want to go to the singles singles way or keep doing the tag team division way? Yeah, um, I mean we both kind of just want to you know explore other options. Um, it's nothing like you know I don't hate Kate or anything. Kate doesn't hate me. We're still like we're still good friends. We just uh, you know there's more than just uh, tag team wrestling for us and. Uh, you know, he, he's got things he wants to do, and I have things that I want to do. So, you know, here and there, we we, we definitely want to branch into our singles careers. But, like, uh, you know, this is just an opportunity that we're not we're not going to pass it up. You know, this is something that we wanted together. And, uh, of course, we're going to take it if it's offered to us. Well, Aaron, obviously this is a huge opportunity for you and Kate on, uh, on the September 30th going up for the tag matches, but you also had a great opportunity as you were a part of as an alternate for the WWE Cruiserweight Classic, and that in itself is, is a major, huge deal. What what was that like? Uh, I understand you were in the WWE Performance Center. Uh, what what was that experience with, and, and how, how did it come about? Uh, man, it was it was a great experience. Definitely one of the best like life experience, not even just a wrestling experience. Like One of the best experiences I've had in my entire life and um you know the way it came about was uh they you know they like started promoting the cruiserweight show um i don't even know when it was maybe it was like january or february or something and they didn't fully announce everybody so for a while you know everybody knew there was a show but nobody knew it was like really a part of it and um you know like i it, it was announced for a while so i was like oh there's and, you know, I was like, man, I, I was hoping they would contact me, but they didn't. And then, you know, one day they did, and they just, uh, like, hey, we need a few, um, you know, alternate guys. Because, you know, if some, like, God forbid something happens to one of these guys, say they get hurt during the tournament, something like that, we need somebody to step in. And um, that's how they reached out to me. And, I mean, of course I was going to take that opportunity. It wasn't exactly what I wanted. Cause I would have loved to have actually been in the tournament. But, uh, you know, to be considered... Um, you know, in total, you know, it was a 32-man tournament, but when you include the alternates, there's a total of 37 of us, and, um, you know, there's thousands of cruiserweights in the world, and, like, to just be in that top 37 in their eyes, like, that's a, a huge honor. So so what does that, I mean, um, you stay in contact with the WWE, of course, the WWN, I know they have a good, strong relationship. Uh, anything that we're going to foresee in the future. I know that E with this cruiserweight division, they're having more matches, especially on Monday Night Raw. 
You know, you saw Lince, uh, you saw Drew, who's also a big part of FIP and WWN Live. So, so what's the status of that? Um, you know, man, I I wish I knew. I'm kind of just, uh, you know, I'm here. I'm on standby, I believe, still. Uh, you know, I'm just kind of waiting for them to contact me. Because, um, you know, like with how they're going about it on Raw and stuff uh, now, um, you know, there's still that chance of, like, them possibly contacting myself or one of the other alternates. And, um, you know, maybe, maybe you might see us on Raw. Who knows? But uh, as of right now, I don't have a definite answer. I don't have a date when uh, I can tell you, you know, I'm going to show up there or anything like that. So it's, uh, if it happens, it'll be just as big a surprise to me as it will for everybody else. But although you were an alternate and, and you didn't get to be part of that Cruiserweight Classic, I mean, to, to you that must be just an awesome uh, opportunity to be contacted by the E. Yeah, yeah, it was, and like, um, you know, like you had mentioned, uh, we were at the Performance Center um, for a few days, and like, you know, just to see how everything, like, runs there, man, like, it's, it's, you, that place is designed to, like, build athletes and make guys who are great athletes even better, so, like, yeah, it was just, it was really, really cool to, like, just be a part of all that, and like, um, they're all very welcoming to all the cruiserweights. Um, you always hear these stories WWE the WWE way man they gave these guys like they said they told like Lindsay and uh, uh, Prince Ali like go out there do what you guys do things like that you know what I mean like it was it, there was no holding anybody back and you mentioned about the because the cruiserweights obviously that that in itself that, that tournament was amazing phenomenal and then they made their debut did, did you have your money on TJ Perkins did you think he was going to win this thing in your opinion? You know, uh, uh, you know, my my pick before, like, match one even went, my uh, two picks were Cedric Alexander and TJ Perkins, like, to be honest, just because, uh, you know, I think Cedric is great. I think he's been great for a while, and this recognition he's getting is long overdue. Same with um, TJ Perkins. Um, yeah, those those two guys were my picks, but honestly, I thought it was going to be Sabre and Ibushi in the finals, which I think everybody really thought. And uh, as soon as they did that final, um, the the, uh, the final episode of the tournament, and uh, you know, Abushi and Saber both got knocked out in the semifinals. I think it was like that, I think that made everything really exciting because everybody like takes both just knocked out. Now looking at this, uh, obviously the, the tournament went well, and then T.J. Perkins and uh, Kendrick actually they were part of the, the pay-per-view this past Clash of the Champions. So wh- what do you think so far the, the cruiserweights and Monday Night Raw and so forth, and how, how different do you think this is going to be compared to when the cruiserweights were in Raw when way back when? Remember, um, Mysterio was there. Uh, also, even the, the cruiserweight division in WCW. Um, I. I think it's really cool. Um, I think what's going to be different is what you can already already kind of see is they're almost treating the cruiserweights as if, like, they're their own, like, little spectacle. Like, and uh, what I mean by that, like, um, you know, when you'd watch Nitro back in the day and, yeah. like, let's say it was, like, you know, the Parka and Juventude, it's just the Parka and Juventude were coming out after, you know, Disco Inferno and Alex Wright had wrestled. But, like, when a... Raw, they do their stuff with, you know, like Roman Reigns, all those guys, and then right before they bring out any of the cruiserweights, they change the ring. Like, um, if you look at the mat, like, that mat, um, the canvas is not the same canvas that everybody else is wrestling in. There's little, like, um, like cruiserweight logos in the corners, and they change the ropes and turnbuckles, and, like, 
definitely see that change. You're absolutely right. Little things like that. And, and it, now with the cruiserweights, though, obviously they, I mean, you guys just pushed to to the limit. What do you think it means for the main roster, the big guys? You know, is this gonna? Do you think it's gonna push them as well? Um, I think so. You know, like um, when you see like you know cool new things, I think there's like with anything, um, you know, uh, if they see it as a type of you know threat of like oh man these guys might take over the show, then of uh-huh. course they're gonna set their game up and you know they're just gonna try to be better and like it's it's not a bad thing. It's just you know healthy competition and um, you know that that's what like makes I think wrestling cool is like. You know, um, you got guys that are working hard. Like, if I see somebody working hard, I'm going to do what I can to make sure that I'm working harder than them. If I find out, like, you know, they wake up at 6 a.m. to work out every day, I'm going to wake up at 5 because I just, I want to do anything I can in order to be better than them. And I think that cruiserweight thing is going to uh, kind of branch out to all the main roster guys. And, like, you know, it'll uh, definitely help them be better. But I I don't think it's a threat to their type of spot. I think the cruiserweights are just an alternative to everybody else on the main roster. Now, I bring up a point here because you've been seeing that a lot of the main roster guys have been getting hurt. Meanwhile, you guys, the cruiserweights, are doing these crazy moves. I mean, I just saw Grand Metalik that he jumped from the third rope all the way and landed literally on the on the floor on his back. And you guys go out there and give it 110% all the time, putting your bodies on the line, just like they do as well. But you guys, even in the independent in the independent scene, you guys, of course, you you suffer your your bruises and bumps and so forth. But you guys keep going, and meanwhile, the other guys keep getting hurt. What do you think that is? Um, I think you know, I don't think it's um like that has to deal with cruiserweights or that has to deal with like you know the bigger guys or anything like that. I just think that's um you know wear and tear on people's bodies. Like uh, you know, you can't. Like, if I were to get hurt, or, like, let's say I was there and, you know, Seth Rollins had just got re-injured from coming back from an injury, mm-hmm. well, it's not because, well, it's not Seth has a weak body, it's Seth's been wrestling way longer than I have, so his body's more broken down than mine would be, and, um, you know, just things like that, and on top of that, he's been in WWE for a while, where these cruiserweights are kind of just showing up, and, yeah, all the cruiserweights have been wrestling quite a bit, but, um... You know, um, the WWE schedule, like, a lot of people just see what they see on TV, but these people, these guys are doing live events, which are not aired on TV, and they're really wrestling, like, I think five days a week or something, it is like that, so, like, you also got to take for that in account, where I believe the Cruiserweights maybe um, are, you know, we're only wrestling two to three times a week when we're on the Indies and uh, things like that, so they're just, they just have more time in the ring as of us right now, but I think that's all going to, like, level out different and you know like just with like the girls like the girls are getting more ring time same with the cruiserweights and all that stuff Warren I want to thank you so much for your time again you're teaming up with Cade and you're taking on the hooligans for the FIP World Tag Team Championship titles and that's a September 30th FIP's all or nothing you can check it out on WWNlive.com or see it live at Gods and Monsters in Orlando I've been out there it's a great place Aaron thanks so much for your time man and anything else you want to add um, yeah, man, you guys, um, you guys enjoyed this, you guys can follow me on my social media, which would be for Twitter, at Aaron Solo, so that'd be A-A-R-O-N-S-O-L-O-W, and Instagram would be at Aaron underscore Solo, so A-A-R-O-N underscore S-O-L-O-W. Awesome, 
Well, thanks so much. Make sure to follow him there on social media. And again, thanks for your time. And check him out in action. September 30th, www.wwnlive.com. Thanks so much, Aaron.